I'm Bruce Worsen, pastor of His Place Community Church. The following message came from a Sunday morning right here at His Place. Well, you may be adjusting your glasses and looking to find out who I am. Uh, my name is Pat Russell, and Pastor Bruce has allowed me to take the reins for a week. And for that, I am honored, I am humbled, and just a tad bit terrified. So we might as well pray, and maybe that will subside as we go. So let's pray. Father, we are blessed to be here today, both in person and online. We are thankful for the opportunity to worship together and praise your name. Father, I pray that you speak through me and that your words are heard and my leanings are lost. God, you are good and we give you today and praise you for all it may bring. And in your son's name we pray, truly. Sorry, I mean, amen. If you are here last week, truly and amen can kind of... Is it synonymous? Is that, I'm a teacher, I should probably know that. So, Well, you may be wondering what qualifies me to share with you today. I've been wondering the same thing a little bit. But I do know I love God and I love to share what he has done uh, and what he is doing and what he will hopefully continue to do in my life. And I only have so much time to share with you, so let's get right to our question of the day. What's in a name? Well, let's see. Mine is Pat. And by day, Pat is the middle school principal at Mount Vernon Christian. By night, I'm an avid sports fan, often spending time watching basketball or soccer whenever I can. I'm also a father of three, Kylie, Sean, and Ryan. And to be honest, I felt a little worried that if I transitioned by saying, and by night, I'm a husband, you guys all might be texting Char on the beach. And so, but by, by night and by day, I am a husband to Kim. And I think there's a picture that's a great picture right there. That's a couple years ago. I think I still look good. Um, but she's been my bride 21 years. And if you think I look young or too young to be uh, married for that long, uh, you should see Kim as you well see. And speaking with Pastor Bruce this past month, he and I sat down and shared with, uh, we shared his desire to have me speak and preach up here. And Pastor Noah had some reasons why he didn't want to preach uh, this week, but he wanted to wait till next week instead of today. My guess is <coughs> bracket busters possibly happened in his life. So I stepped up, similar to Q&A a few weeks back, and I bailed him out again. Uh, and I offered to share on fellowship. And Pastor Bruce, being Pastor Bruce, was like, great, you're on in a few weeks. And uh, I was like, oh, uh, well, as you know, Christian fellowship is, at its core, uh, the idea of sh iron sharpening iron. And uh, working together for a common purpose. Loving your fellow brother or sister in Christ enough to know that two weeks notice for a middle school principal filling in on Sunday might be a bit stressful. But that's what I love about our church and our pastor. Uh, and in his words, I'll be fine. So hang in there. Uh, Pat is being sharpened before your very eyes. If you're like me, your name is something you respond to and how it is said can definitely tell you a lot about the person you are talking to. Well, my name is Patrick Raymond Russell. Uh, Patrick is Irish, if you guys were wondering. It means nobleman. Uh, I'm also Clinkett, and my name is Sagu. My grandma gave it to me, which means uh, gentle giant. Uh, and as you can tell, slightly giant, somewhat gentle. Uh, Raymond is my dad's uh, first name, but folks in his generation apparently didn't like their first name, so he went by Skip, still does. And Russell's my surname. 
which is either German or English. I get to choose. Uh, I have had many nicknames. I'm going to spend some time on nicknames. So Paddock is one of my nicknames I've had. Uh, Patty Boy, Patches, uh, Patrika, Rusty, Russ, Pathew, one of my favorites actually, P. Russ, Prussell, The Patster, Cool Man Pat, as my students know, <laughs> and obviously, you know, why don't you rustle up some grub? All right, I might have made up those last few nicknames, but I know that if I hear Patrick Raymond, you know, jaw clenched, uh, that's coming from my mom, and I'm in trouble for something I have done. And I've been conditioned to blame one of my three brothers or the dog if I hear Patrick Raymond. If I hear Patrick, I'm talking to my buddy Craig, probably about fishing or crabbing or a water or something to do with boating. That's kind of our, our thing. Patches, well, I am the third of four boys, so I had hand-me-down clothes from the 70s, so thus my grandma used to call me Patches. Uh, my grandpa called me Patrika, uh, and that was his name for me, and I only allowed him to call me that. Tom Newble was my soccer coach, used to call me Patty Boy, and Greg Backey, a buddy of mine, called me Patthew when we were in Little League. So, what's in a name? Well, it's who we are, and it, it's who we are to others. Thus, the foundations of fellowship. So we're focusing on two sections of Scripture. I'm used to having a Bible in front of me. I'd say, turn in your Bibles, but the Scripture will be up here. But we're focusing on two uh, sections this morning. Acts 2, 42 through 47, uh, to better understand our fellowship with each other. And John 20, 11 through 18, to better understand our fellowship with God. Acts 2:42 through 47 gives us great insight to what fellowship should be like for those who believe. Entitled in my Bible, and many of yours, it's titled, The Fellowship of Believers. Read with me. They devote themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, verse 42, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Now, apostles' teaching, simply that being the teaching of Christ. Uh, fellowship, which we once knew as a great thing prior to COVID, it will come again. Uh, the breaking of bread, which I thoroughly enjoy, and prayer, which I appreciate immensely. Verse 43, everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. I'm going to read that one more time. All the believers were together and had everything in common. What a picture of the church as it should be. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God, enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily. Well, that seems to be pretty straightforward. Uh, dinners, check. Prayers, check. Meeting, serving. All those things that we love about the church. Hanging out and worship. That's what we do. That's the, what we do to fellowship. But what does our name have to do with it? Well, when Bruce uh, asked that I speak about fellowship, I, I was preparing for my sermon, and the importance of one's name to fellowship kind of just hit me. I was actually listening to a podcast of one of my old basketball players, and names just, it just, they just came back so easily. Well, when my wife and I moved to Mount Vernon uh, in May of 2015, I had a preconceived idea of what his place church, community church, would be like. 
Uh, we've been members at Canyon Hills uh, for about 10, 11 years, a church of around 2,500 members, and it had a dynamic youth and kids ministry, which we loved. Worship was amazing, uh, the preaching was spot on, and we were involved in life groups similar to grace groups here, uh, which ministered to Kim and me and to my kids as well. Finding a church that met those expectations was extremely hard. Now, when we first looked to move to Mount Vernon, I was teamed with a realtor named Chad, who showed us a handful of homes. Important name there. We saved one house for the end because it was, well, the most expensive. And as a ministry uh, church, uh, uh, a Christian school administrator, uh, I was not excited about paying that much for a house. And if you've bought a house recently, uh, you wish you would have bought back in 2015, to be honest. Uh, but as we entered the house, I could tell my wife was not going to be doing the negotiations. I don't know if you have a spouse like that, but she uh, walked into the house and I saw her eyes light up. I saw her countenance change and was like, oh no, you cannot be talking to this realtor, otherwise we're paying full price. We were standing in our master bedroom uh, when I asked Chad where he went to church and he answered his place quickly and easily. And I feel bad because uh, he did find us our church. Uh, we ended up going here and haven't gone anywhere since. Uh, but we ended up using a buddy of mine to find our house. Uh, we, we, we used him and he, he, he got us a great price. I'm sure Chad would have done a great job too. But um, all that being said is uh, I kept Chad's card and I put it on my dresser in my uh, closet. And I would pray for him every time I went into my closet and would pray for a blessing on his business. And that was easy for me to do because it was there. It was, uh, it was easy to see. And that brings me to my first point. Fellowship means being a part of each other's lives through prayer. And that's been our COVID experience, right? We're, through, we're experiencing people's lives uh, in fellowship through prayer now. What's in the name? Well, for me, his place was the place that Chad went to. And although we tried to go to other churches because I really didn't want to meet Chad uh, like I did the first time I walked into this church, because it was going to be a little awkward, and it was, uh, but we were already connected here through prayer. Uh, I have three kids. Kylie is 16. Sean is 13. Uh, Ryan, who's nine, and turns 10 on Tuesday. And if you were asked uh, us why we picked those names, we would give you a few reasons. One, we liked them. Two, uh, they were Irish. Uh, and three, well, we really just like them. Uh, pretty simple people, to be honest. Uh, but as a church ministries major, I remember thinking, you know what? We should probably be looking at some biblical names. Names like Adam or Jacob or even Noah uh, of all those names. Uh, there's also twins in our family. My father-in-law is a twin and my cousin's a twin. So we're like, hey, maybe we should look at Elijah or Elisha. But those sound way too similar and Elisha might deal with a portion, you know, a, a, a weight issue, you know, that whole double portion issue. That was funnier first service. I apologize online. I'll get better. But I said, how about David? And my wife's like, uh, data to David, so no. Uh, oh, I was like, probably a good thing. How about John? One of my brother's names. How about Michael? No, well, that's another brother's name. Mary? Nope, that's my mom's name. Should we just do the Irish thing? Yeah, so we chose the Irish thing. And I think it's worked out. I think my kids like their names. We'll see. They might change them. But a month into dating, and I don't know if you guys were like this, uh, met my wife when she was 19, I was 21. Month into dating, we had Sean's name picked out. So imagine a beautiful sunny day, maybe in kind of April, heading down from Bellingham, down chucking it to our cabin in a 1965 candy apple red Mustang, souped up a little bit. That was us. But I remember asking, 
uh, her is like, hey, any names you like? She goes, well, I like Sean. I'm like, well, how do you spell it? And she goes, the right way. I'm like, well, how's that? S-E-A-N. I'm like, okay, that is the right way. So if your name's Sean in here and you don't spell it the right way, that's because my wife said it's not the right way. Ryan was agreed upon uh, over the phone. And Kylie, she's a mix of two names. My mentor in ministry uh, was a guy named Kai Griffin. And, and Kim's cousin's name is Lee, so we came up with Kylie. I also went to Australia on a mission trip and thoroughly love the name Kylie. Now, we spell it K-Y-L-E-E because uh, I was dyslexic and it was just easier. Plus, all the names I'm an educator are super easy to write in cursive. So some of you guys thinking about names, write it out in cursive. See, it'll help your kids. So as a sophomore, picture this, and I don't know if the picture's up yet, but I drove to a friend's house who was hosting a Young Life club. Now, Young Life is an outreach ministry to the unchurched high school and middle school students, kind of the area that I was at. I know it's around here as well. But imagine a sunny September, 16 years old. I was wearing my cutoff shorts. Back then, you used to have sweats, and then you cut them off, and they were just cool looking. I had my black Nike Air Flights and a Ken Griffey Jr. T-shirt. So if, we, uh, if you look, you see the guy with the hat that says a K, and you can see my junior shirt. That is uh, me a few hundred pounds ago, to be honest. Uh, still handsome as ever, though. My goodness. But Kai Griffin was the area director uh, and leader at Juanita in the early 90s. And as I walked up to the door, you know, what's in the name? Well, he said, Pat Russell. He just goes, Pat Russell. And I'm like, I didn't know this guy. So I said, uh, hello. And we continued to talk, and ultimately he told me that I didn't need young life. Um, I'd grown up in the church. I knew God. I knew who Christ was. I knew where my salvation was. He said, but my friends did. So that brings me to my second point. Fellowship means being a part of others' lives through participation. Prayer and participation, that's been tough these last few months, if not year. So he knew my name. He had done his research. He had taken the time to know the names of his students and their friends. And then that meant that meant the world to me as a 16-year-old. To be known by a man who, who loved God, he loved high schoolers, plus he was pretty stinking cool. What else is in a name, though? If you have been at his place for a while, you may recall pastor preaching on uh, the resurrection and the timeline of events. That was a, I never remember the times, to be honest, uh, when, when he prayed on it. Because uh, we've been weaving the word since I got here in 2015. So somewhere in there, he, he, he spoke on the uh, resurrection. Uh, I would challenge you to go back and watch it. Uh, if you have, Let me rephrase that. I would challenge you to go back and listen. Because we didn't have the cameras at that time, apparently. Um, but pre-COVID, there's some amazing sermons on the resurrection. I would challenge you that. We're going to open up God's word. And we're going to talk about verse 11, chapter 20 of John. Pastor does a really good job at looking around him. I'm going to look down because I'm used to looking at my Bible. Uh, so hang in there with me. Verse 11. Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying, and as she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. What do we get from this part of Scripture is that Jesus is present. He is there. He's aware. He is listening. And he is patient. Verse 14, at this she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus, the person that she came to find. Possibly due to the tears in her own eyes, possibly due to the light of, of day, the, the time of day it was. 
possibly due to Jesus' scars and cuts from being beat, flogged, and crucified. She did not recognize the man she came to see. Now Jesus says, woman, why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Now a little insight, men, crying lady, I probably wouldn't yell woman at her. I'll just give you that as a suggestion. But we do see that Jesus cares. He engages us. He is compassionate. The next verse says, Mary, thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. Now, ladies, Sir, I'm suggesting maybe a, a greater name for the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, but Sir was sufficient. Uh, we see that Jesus is loved and he is adored. We also see that he changes lives. He changed Mary's life for sure. And Jesus answers her more powerfully than anyone else could by simply saying her name. I'm going to read that one more time. Jesus answers her more powerfully than anyone else could by simply saying her name, Mary. So what's in a name? Love. What's in a name? Joy. What's in a name? Hope. Now, Patrick doesn't command love. Raymond definitely doesn't give joy. And Russell doesn't produce hope. Oh, but the name of Jesus does. And even more, the name of, the, of those Jesus calls does. Mary hears her name and cries out, Rabboni, or Rabboni, which means teacher. And she understands the power of Jesus' name through the hearing of her own. Uh, as we were working through the sermon, that line just uh, came, uh, and another person brought it to me, and I just love that line. She understands the power of Jesus' name through the hearing of her own. I think we do that as well. Mary. I've been saved by grace. The name Mary. My sins have been washed clean. We can put our own name in that. Mary is written in the book of life. And that brings me to my third and final point. Fellowship means being a part of others' lives through relationship. Something that we desire as churchgoers. She also knew that uh, the love that he had for those who didn't follow. Uh, she knew the love for those uh, that he that followed, and he and she knew the love for those that didn't follow. Him. Um, what she knew was that Jesus was like no other, and she was thankful that he knew her name. And I think we're thankful that he knows our name. So while I'm working on my fellowship with Jesus, that means I'm working on hearing my own name, and I'm thankful to have a church family to practice with. So please share your name, and I'll share mine. You guys got to know that today, but please, when you see me, share your name. And I guarantee we'll get closer to the name above all names together. Let's pray. Father God, we love you, we praise you, and we worship you. We love that you know our name. Holy Spirit, move in us to be your hands and your feet in our families, our neighborhoods, and our workplaces. And Lord Jesus, you are King of kings and Lord of lords, the name above all names. Sustain us as we go from here today. And we all said, Amen.
Well, thanks for listening in. Why don't you join us on a Sunday morning? If you'd like more information about the church, just point your browser to hisplacechurch.com. Until next time, may the Lord bless you, keep you, and make his face shine upon you.